We're going to turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Very uh, familiar passage, but this is what the Spirit of the Lord is giving, so that's what we're going to go into. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 onwards. Matthew chapter 7, and from verse 7 onwards. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will, he, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. In short, go after. Go after. When you don't have something, when you don't have it in your hand, go to where you can get. That means, ask, seek, and knock. These three principles are divine principles that God has placed in his word. But God says, you go and ask. Go after what you don't have. When you see a lack, God says, see who can fill that lack. When you don't have, when you have a lack, see who can fill the lack. When you don't have something, see where you can get it. See, if you don't have a clothing, right, you're looking for something, say you have to go, you know, for, uh, for a graduation or a special occasion or anywhere you need to go. Um, how many of you think that at that time you're just going to walk around and see any store, you're going to go to the grocery store and see if you can find what you want to find, or you're just going to go into some store that is going to be there. Whatever is closer to me, are we going to do that, or you're going to be? I mean, if you are a woman, a girl, you're going to be picky. How many of you agree that? You're going to be picky. Come on, yes. You are going to be picky because you know 
what fits you and where you can get it and how do you think you really got to that? Did you try before? Did you go to 10 different stores and try 50 different clothing until you found a brand, until you found a certain style, until you knew that this store has it? You have gone and you went after what you needed. You're never going to say, well, something is there, I'll just wear it. No, you want the material you want. You want the look you want. You want how, you know, whatever you want. You really go, same thing for shoes, right? Even men, even men, when you go for, when I say even men, I'm not putting it down, but I'm saying women are more into clothing than men. <laughs> but shoes, I can say, or even if you want to get a suit or clothing, or even, you know, whatever it is, even men and women, when you go to get something, you need to really go and look for something that you can wear, that you can make use of it, if, even if you want to get a jacket. Nobody's going to go and just settle for something, whatever is there, because you know you're going to keep it for some time. You're going to use it, and you want to like what you wear, right? And so you go from one place to another looking for something until you find it. Once you find it, you know that you got it, and you know where to go and get it. And that's what God says over here. What you need can be gotten from your Father in heaven. You can go to Him. He has the best store. He has the best food. God says in His Word, He feeds His people with the finest of wheat. If you want good food, you can go to Jesus. If you want good clothing, you can go to Him. If you want good shoes, you can go to Him. There's not a single person who went and asked God for something and God gave less than the best. How many of you know that? When you ask God for something, He always surpasses. He gives you more than you can ask or imagine. And you're just overwhelmed with joy, overwhelmed with thanksgiving to the living God. God says, when you see that lack, when you see the need, when you see that you don't have something, go to where you can get it. And it's God Almighty. Our earthly fathers can give us some things, but not everything. They can give us good things and they can give us bad things, right? Yes. That's the capacity of human beings. But our Heavenly Father will only give us the best, whatever we need. Because in human capacity, in human minds, with human people, they don't know everything. So sometimes they can think, this can be good for my child, and it can end up hurting them. You know, when I worked uh, in the public school, in special classrooms, I've seen children come with with colored juice. And these are special needs kids. Already very hyper. But they have big bottles, big water bottles, so to speak, full of just colored juice. And when I used to look at it, my heart used to go for the kids because the more they drink, the more hyper they get. It's so bad for them. Just sugar and color. You think the parents are thinking, I'm giving poison to my kids? No. They just don't know. That's the capacity of human beings. There are some people who know, some people who don't know. Some people who can afford, others who can't afford. That's the capacity of human beings. But our Heavenly Father, that's what Jesus says over here, He can give you the best. 
So go to him and ask. Go to him and ask. I encourage you today, go to God and ask him for whatever you want. You can go and ask him. You can never say that, oh Lord, I'm asking for something big and I'm so embarrassed to ask and I don't know if this will happen or not because he can. Our God can and he wants to. I encourage you to keep your vision big. And you know how you can keep your vision big? By hanging out with that big God. Because he thinks big. When he drops his vision into you, that vision is a big vision. He thinks big for his kids. God thinks big for you. We think so little, but when we give our future into the hands of the living God, he gives us big things. You know, how many of you parents have regrets? How many of you have regrets? Almost everyone will have regrets. Because there are times you knew, there are times you didn't know, and you think that, wish I never did this, wish I never did this. Do you know there are no regrets with God? Because he's perfect. And when we go to him, he says, I'm going to take those regrets away. And I replace that with my perfection. So even parents who don't know how to raise their kids, when they come to Jesus Christ, God becomes their teacher. God becomes their parent. Isn't that a beautiful thing? A lot of times parents don't know to raise their kids. You know why? Because they think about the way their parents raise their kids. And that's all they know. And that's all they copy. And it's very bad. Because bad parenting will be transferred. And that bad parenting will be transferred. And a lot of times they don't even know it's bad parenting. Because they think it's pretty normal to be abusive. Or in an abusive home, they think it's pretty normal because that's all they see. They see a man beating the wife and they think men are supposed to beat the wife. There are families, there are children like that who think this is how it is. And there are little girls who grow up in school thinking that, you know, if a guy beats up, it's okay. And this is how it is. We are supposed to get the beating. That's how they think. And you know, boys who grow up there, they think we are supposed to beat girls. Because of dysfunction. This is how they grow up and that's all they know. And then they see some moms kicking and screaming and throw pots and pans in the house and girls think, this is what we can do. And if we get mad, we throw pots and pans and whatever is there, we throw. And what are they doing? They're just carrying on the same cycle because that's all they see at home. Then you have another child that sees the mom all the time crying and pulling the hair out. They think, I see my mom pulling my hair out. When I feel frustrated, I also pull my hair out. What is happening? They're just transferring what they are carrying to their children and the children think this is how they have to live. That's all that is being transferred. But God comes to break that cycle. When we come into that relationship with God the Father, the Bible says so beautifully, He's our Father and He also comforts us like a mother who comforts His children. And there is this beautiful dynamics that we see in God's word, where when we come into the relationship with God, he gives us the parenting skills that we don't have. Because we begin to see him. We begin to, so what is happening? All the bad parenting begins to fade away. All that we have seen begins to fade away because the more we see how our Heavenly Father is, the more we see how God is like a mother who people have never had. The perfect one. Perfect Father, perfect in everything. The more we begin to see Him, the more we begin to hang out with Him. 
the more our behavior begins to change. The more our attitude begins to change. We don't become like our earthly parents. We don't become like what we have seen in our generation. Wherever we have seen. Whatever our surroundings we have been placed in. We don't have to become that way if we keep looking to God the Father. When we have Him to be our Father, we can actually break that pattern. We can actually break that pattern. God is so faithful. He has the power to break us free from that pattern. And there are people who come from homes where anger runs in the family. For every little thing, they'll get angry. They'll just burst out. They'll lash out and they think, you know what? My dad was like that. My grandfather was like that. And you know what? This is something that runs in my blood. I cannot do anything about it. But when we look at God, and when we hang out with Jesus Christ, when we ask God and say, Lord, I just don't like this me. I don't like this ugly me, like angry and mean and, and getting like, frustrated so easily and something goes wrong we go I can't do this and get frustrated and don't want to talk to anybody and sit in one corner with a long face and and then cry a little bit and then wipe everything and go and say la 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 and pretend and then come back home and then say that okay same old same old thing and then some people have their journal where they put all the anger and you know when they write Three, four pages will tear. That's how they're first and right. And, 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 I hate you. Oh, I hate you. And they try to take everything out on a book with a pen. And finally they feel like, huh. Then they cry a little bit and go to sleep. Nobody cares for me. Nobody loves me. And then they go to sleep. And that's it. That day finishes. And next morning they just get up to a new day. And they say, okay, let me see what I can do. The same thing happens again and again and again. God comes to break that cycle. He comes and says, you don't have to be this way. You know, what you look at, you become like that. But you keep looking at your Heavenly Father, who is your best example. Then all of a sudden, there's a strength that comes on the inner side of you that you never had before. And all of a sudden, when somebody spits at you, you don't say, how dare you spit at me? You spat at me once, I'm going to do twice on you. We're not going to do that. But, as Jesus said, we will show the other cheek. The nature of Jesus Christ that is formed inside us. It comes when we keep looking at the face of Jesus Christ. The more we are with him, the more we become like him. The more we let him work in us, the more we go further and further away from all the bad images and bad things that just came into us. So we didn't even know that it just got ingrained into us. We become distant from that. And then when you turn and see, that's the old self. That looks very different than the new self you have today. God is speaking to our hearts today. Our Heavenly Father, He knows how to give good gifts to His children. I want to emphasize this word, good. God is good. When you think about the definition of good itself, good is good minus bad. 
easy, right, to remember. Good is nothing bad in it. So when you think about good, there's nothing bad in God. No negative. What a perfect person to be. And God says, I can make you into someone with no negatives. How many of us like to have a flawless image and a flawless self and people go for beauty creams and this and that. Meanwhile, inside the heart, you have lots of ugliness that is there. Do you know that your outside can become a reflection of your inside? Where, when the image on the inside begins to change because of the power of the Holy Spirit, all of a sudden, your outside face will begin to glow. All of a sudden, your health will pick up. All of a sudden, your personality will change. Everything will change. And your love, your smile will become so genuine, it's going to become contagious. God is good. When his goodness is transferred into us, we too can become flawless people. Now people will say that there are no imperfect people in this world. Well, don't you buy that. If you buy that, then you're never going to become perfect. It's the people who say that this is never going to happen. You know, only if you aim for 100, you can get a 99, right? But I would say aim for 100 and through Jesus you can get 100. Nothing less than that. Because he wants you to get a hundred. So what does he do? He gives you everything you need and he helps you to get a hundred. He stands with you. And so he says, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. The focus here is, you know, if you are a father, if you are a mother, if you want to be a father, if you want to be a mother, it's for every single person. You can actually become like this perfect father who is all good and who can actually good gift, give good gifts to those who come to him. Do you believe that you can be in a place where you can actually transfer that good to others? Yes. Right now we'll say, actually, I am in need. Right? We are in need. But as we stand before God and say we are in need, when he gives to us, he pours into us and that it just overflows and all those around us will also come and be blessed by it. I want to say this story from the Bible where there was this disciple who was so tired and he was so frustrated and he was so exhausted because all night he fished and he couldn't find anything. All night, he was a professional fisherman, but he couldn't find anything, and he was so tired, and he was going to go home. And when he was about to go home, this Jesus came, and he came to this shore, and he started talking, but he just didn't stay and talk. He just took Peter's boat. So when he took Peter's boat, he said, he didn't steal his boat, he asked him. And Peter gave his boat, and Jesus sat in that boat. Now Peter is standing there. Peter can't go home, because his boat is with Jesus, so Peter also stays there. And Peter didn't say, Lord, I'm so exhausted, and it's 5 p.m. All night I fished, and it's 5 p.m. Lord, I need to go home. So it's night and day. I did a double shift, and I'm so tired, and I don't know how I'm going to go and face my wife and my kids. They're going to ask, Daddy, do you have money? We are hungry. What am I going to do? He did, all these things could have gone in his mind, but he didn't tell anything to Jesus. He said, I'm just going to wait here. He asked for my boat, and I gave this boat, and he just stood there. Jesus taught everything to the people and he's listening. While he's giving his teachings to the people, 
the teachings are going into Peter also. You know what God's word does? It just stimulates your faith. It does something to you on the inside where your inside gets stronger. It gets stronger to the point that your hand can stretch out and receive that which God has for you. That's what faith does. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And that's why faith will try to block our ears from hearing God's word. Because when that word goes in, it will give us that faith that will get strong and that faith will move mountains. And so Satan will say, I don't want you hearing the word because if you have that faith, then you can move mountains. Say, I don't want you to get that faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God. And so Peter sat there and he heard God's word come from Jesus Christ, who is the word himself. And he was so mesmerized by his teaching. Imagine if Jesus himself is teaching how it will be. And he was just sitting there hearing and hearing. Time just flew, but he knows he needs to go home. And after everything was done, Jesus said, Peter, let's go fishing. Let's catch some fish. Peter, he says, Lord, I fished all night. I couldn't find anything. But because you said, I'll do it. The highlight here is Peter's looking at Jesus and saying, Lord, I tried, I failed. I tried, I failed. He wasn't embarrassed. He didn't say, okay, Lord, let's go. You know, there are people like that. They won't want to say that they failed. They'll act like everything is fine. Don't act like everything is fine when it is not. The most important place to be real is to be real with God Almighty. Where Peter went and said, Lord, I tried all night. He also said how much he tried. He didn't say, if I tried a little more, I could have maybe gotten, but no. He said, I tried with everything, but I couldn't catch anything. Lord, I got a zero in my test. Lord, I failed. That is the best place to be in, to accept our failure before God and say, Lord, but I know you can do something. You know how Peter was able to go into the same place where he failed? How was he able to go? Because he was sitting at Jesus' meeting, hearing the words of Jesus. If he wouldn't have been there, he wouldn't have gotten frustrated. He would have said, what do you think? Like, you know my experience and I've been here. And all the talk he would have given to Andrew and other people. He didn't say a word to Jesus because he knew. I heard Jesus speak, and this faith grew all of a sudden. Even though he knew that he was a failure, he knew that I can succeed because he said, let's go, we're going to catch fish. The word from God is for us today. If God said you're going to catch fish, you will catch fish, even if you failed the last time. Even if you failed a hundred times, even if everything was a zero, a zero, a zero, a zero, a zero. If God says, this time you're going to get it, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. This is the prophecy God is speaking at this hour. hundred times you might have gotten a zero. A hundred times. Fail, 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 fail. But God says, come with me. That makes a difference. I'm going to go with you. Launch out into the deep, Peter. We go to the same spot. The same place. We're going to the same place and we're going to catch. But this time it's going to be different. The prophecy God is giving us, this time your life will be different. This time things are going to change. There is a shift that I'm seeing in the spirit realm that is going to take place. A shift for the better. This six months is going to be unlike anything else we've ever seen. 
God is speaking at this hour. The next six months is going to roll by so gloriously. God is going to move it so gloriously. Because Jesus says, you sat for the first six months, right? You heard, right? Now I'm going to go with you. Launch out into the deep. Let's go together. You and me, let's go together. Let's go together. Let's go to the deep. And you're going to see the big things I'm going to do for you. You know what Jesus did? He gave so much fish. So much fish. Peter didn't know how to even catch it. And you call that overflow. Hallelujah. God gives that overflow. When he gives it, we say, Lord, 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 slow down, Lord, I can't. Let me see how many pots and pans I can get. Before that, it'll just pour. And you know the most beautiful thing is? All of a sudden, we'll see pots and pans with what God, he got, with what God gives to us. Before we can even grab the pots and pans, he gives us pots and pans and, and the fish with it. This is who our God is. That's what he did when he multiplied the five loaves and two fish. They had so many baskets to, imagine, to feed more than 5,000 people, and in one place more than 7,000 people, just women and children, you can add men on top of that. Think about that. How many baskets would have needed for the disciples to give the people? And it all came from that one little basket the little boy brought. When God multiplies, and he gives it. You don't have to go and scramble for baskets and say, Lord, you're giving too much and I don't have... No, no, no. He will give to you where you have no room to contain. But with that comes the expansion. Hallelujah. Where he says, you will build bigger barns, bigger space. Hallelujah. Where you can accommodate everything that God has for you. So God says, think big. Think big. Think big. Walk with that big God. He will turn your night to day. He will turn the darkness into light. This good Father, this good Heavenly Father, unlike no Father we've ever seen, if you have been a failure before God says, you can do it right. Not one time. Right going forward. The whole path is changed. The destiny is changed. Now all of a sudden, not only do we have something to eat, now we have more to carry. Do you want to eat? 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 And you see a smile on everybody's faces, you know, that you're able to give. And everybody says, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're so happy. Where did this fish come from? Where does the bread come from? Above. From the Heavenly Father. From the Heavenly Father. He knows what you need even before you ask Him. But He says, go and ask Him. Go and ask him. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. Which door do you knock? You can't just go and knock at random doors, but you can go and knock at God's door 24-7 and say, Daddy, he says, I'm here. And he says, what do you want? Lord, I want $10. He says, here, $100. I'm just telling money why so we can understand whatever you need. Lord, I need pants, I need shoes, Lord, I need glasses, I need whatever. God gives the best to his people. Our God is not sitting at any thrift store giving you what you need. He will give you the best. I want to say it again. God doesn't take his children, let's go to the thrift store and get second-hand items. No. He takes you to the best store. He clothes you. Jesus said this. Even Solomon, the big king, his clothing can't come close to the way God clothes the flowers that are in the field. And he says, how much more will he clothe you? 
Think about that. How much more? So think big. Think big. Think big. Think big. Our God is a God who is good. And from him, every good and perfect thing comes. Hallelujah. Every good and perfect thing comes from the Father of lights. He's called the Father of lights. In him, there's no darkness at all. So when we think about our lives, whether you are a dad, whether you are a mom, whether you are a mom-to-be or a dad-to-be, whatever place you are right now, know this, you can actually become like the Heavenly Father by hanging out with Him. You can actually change the way your future can be. You can actually go to Him and get whatever you need. And you can actually get what He wants to give you, which is big. So God says today, when you ask, when you ask your Heavenly Father, ask big. When you knock, go and knock in prayer and say, Lord, so whatever we need, we ask Him. When we ask Him, God says, He will, who can finish the scripture before we go into prayer? How does God give to us when we ask Him? Ephesians, exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or imagine. Our Father in Heaven gives to us exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or imagine. So think big. Hang out with God. Let his word go into you. 